Hey everybody, it's Alex. Welcome back to the Tea and Toast podcast. I hope you enjoyed episode one. If you skipped over it because the audio was too trash, then you'll be happy to hear that Matt finally figured out how to use his microphone, so the audio is much better this time around. In this episode, we talk about what's going on with our med school these days. We talk about haircut conundrums and supermarket sagas. We talk about Lupita Nyong'o's missteps and why everyone keeps falling into the Grand Canyon. Talk about a misstep. Remember to send us your questions at teaandtoastpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud and the Apple Podcast app. And we're on Twitter as well, so send us a tweet. Thanks for listening. Everybody, all of our fans, all of our listeners, we're back for episode two Hello. of Team Toasters podcast. Yes, well, Alex, is that you? It's me. Uh, it's who let you back on my show? Who uh, let you back on my show? Excuse me. I've always been here, and I always will be. So long I I as can't. this show is called Tea and Toast Podcast. <laughs> okay. She's copyrighted the name, everyone. <laughs> I don't. I have so, no idea how to do that. I hope no one steals it. I feel like there are so many things called tea and toast, actually. Like, <laughs> I looked for some. Well, podcast. if it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for some. I looked for some, and I didn't find any. But then after the fact, when I Googled tea and toast podcast, there's like a bunch of shit that came up that's not us. And I'm like, oh. Okay. You know, if it ever becomes a problem, then you know we've made it. The good news is we don't make any money from this. (laughs) The good news is we do have thousands of listeners, but we don't have any sponsors. No. It's fine. Anywho, so I hope that my audio is better. Oh, dear Christ. Okay, we have to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We were having some uh, technical uh, difficulties. Yes. I I was thinking my audio was fine. I was like, "Ooh, this is good. This is great. This is funny. I'm a star." And then Alex and I sent it off to our editors, and you know, <laughs> I find out that in fact sounds like someone has stuffed a rag in my mouth and muffled me. <laughs> so well, girl did not change the input to her new microphone and she was recording were you recording mm. through your computer that was under a blanket yes yeah <laughs> well yeah <laughs> oh my god unbeknownst to me i was recording through my computer microphone yes that was under a blanket to muffle the computer noise yeah after we said so, that muffled these myself first... These first two episodes, they need to be really good quality. The intro mm-hmm. needs to be really good quality so that we it, can <laughs> retain it our It was audience. spoken about ad nauseum. That is correct. Yeah, I made yeah. sure that Matt was going to do a good job. And he assured me, actually, when I questioned him, he said, <laughs> how dare you question my character? <laughs> <laughs> Which is just perfect for given how things turned out. I would like to say that his words are nothing but allegations. Based in falsities, the proof parables, is and fables. In the Thank goddamn you. pudding, aka our intro episode and episode one. <laughs> oh lord! I told well, people we're here they could skip it. I'm I'm sending up a silent prayer right now that it will in fact be better. I've done my due diligence. 
I think it should be good. I did a little test run to see if it made sense, if it was loud. So we'll see. Okay. I really hope it's good. And Mary Brown, if you are listening again, <laughs> we welcome you to our podcast. And please send us some feedback about my audio to tntoastpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, Mary Brown has liked our intro episode on SoundCloud. Thank you, Mary. I don't know if she's a real Mary. lady. And then <laughs> Mary, we also we have love you, girl. We also have some <laughs> likes from some sketchy companies that uh, allow people to buy SoundCloud followers. So thank you to oh, those geez. listeners as well. If, if the day ever comes, we have that no we money. give enough of a shit about this <laughs> that we buy SoundCloud followers. We're canceling oh this podcast, gosh. and that's you can the bet tea. And that's that the tea. Mary Brown. That is the tea <laughs> and the toast. <laughs> the toast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, so, listeners, what is relevant in our lives today? What is relevant, Alex? Well, um, as the listeners know, we are in our third year of medical studies here at the Undisclosed Location. And that means it's about time to start planning our electives for our fourth year of medical school when we tour the countryside and try to mm. get some get some people behind us looking to snatch us up for a residency program. Yes, these are dark days indeed. So the website um, that we apply for our electives through opens uh, tomorrow at whatever time that is specified on the website for your time zone. And basically that means we have to have all of our ducks in a row for all that we've done these past three years to sell ourselves to these elective applications. That's and it great. only costs a few hundred dollars to even apply to each school. And normally we apply to multiple schools at a time. So it's very, very cost effective. Very cost effective Cheap. indeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect system and there's no room for improvement. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have all this leftover income to buy SoundCloud followers. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> they are on my contact list. Thank Mary Brown. Mary Brown, God bless her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so or whatever of, deity you choose to worship, if any at all. If any at all. Yeah, so a lot of logistics these days. I've got my Excel spreadsheets going, and I've got like... um conditional formatting for when the deadlines approach like if there's a week remaining it'll go red and if there's two days it'll go extra red so I'm oh my goodness techie well here's the thing you can oh, procrastinate so with excel spreadsheet features and just make it <laughs> you know very extra mm. yeah i have known co-workers of mine to take half of a working day making a pretty spreadsheet that no one will look at ever again Wow, I can relate to them. Oh, I know, I can tell. But you know what? <laughs> now I'm wishing I'm wishing they made me one of those spreadsheets right now so I could color code my life and know what I'm doing because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I can send you mine. Oh, please do. My goodness, it would be so helpful. Hmm. You don't even know. You don't even know. I kind of do know, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You're in the same boat as me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so yes, Alex is applying for his electives and I'm applying for mine and we will have some overlap likely because oh, yeah. we are going for 
similar specialties. Mm-hmm. He's more committed than I am yeah. to a particular one. Yeah. But uh, all of that is undisclosed at this time. It's true. Talk to us when we match. It's like, yeah. We will keep you up to date as we acquire new information. We will keep you all abreast <laughs> of what occurs. <laughs> so let's talk about some things that are going on in our life besides this med school who's the what's it business. I just mm. want to say. Because mm-hmm. that only occupies 98% of our time. Exactly. So we got two other whole percent that we can talk about. And some of that percent is spent at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Where, I just want to say, you know what, there are so many sicknesses going around these days. You got the influenza, and oh. God knows what else. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the list goes on. Doesn't but it I saw some people, you know, I try to use the hand sanitizer whenever I can, when I'm touching the carts, and I'll keep my gloves on if it's, you know, the weather's chilly outside, I'll just keep my gloves on. I never do any of that shit. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't wipe down the cart. I don't take a disinfectant wipe. Oh, I don't wipe it down. I don't have a wipe. But if there's like hand sanitizer by the carts, I'll use it. But I saw mm. some people, bare hands, took a big old sneeze right into their hands and then proceeded to just put their hands back on the cart and keep on moving. Mm. This was a mm-hmm. big old wet sneeze. And I said to myself, you, sir or ma'am, are part of the problem. <laughs> You're right. They are part that, of the problem. We we all can uh, play our part in keeping germs contained. That's that's 100% true. And that does not involve sneezing onto your hands and then putting your hands all over the food and the cart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Rinse your fruit oh. and veg, please. Uh, wash them with water. <laughs> Because that'll eliminate everything. <laughs> exactly. A little couple drops of H2O. That is all you need. <laughs> Just that use is a all pipette. you need. Yes. And, and you know, I'm I I just can't be bothered to put on hand sanitizer before I'm going to the grocery store. Because if I'm going to the grocery store, it's an impulse, you know? It's like I'm out of food. I happen to be driving by. <laughs> I see it, I turn in, and then I just put in my headphones. And I'm not thinking about my hands, you know? Yeah, we are very different that way. I plan it. I have the meals, the foods I want to pick up so I can meal prep for the week. I'm on top uh, of it. I'll, I'll meal prep, but I'll let all that percolate in my head. You know, everything that I'm going to need. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I have my spontaneous little excursion, I kind of know what I want. But I still end up browsing every aisle anyway. Because you never know if you're secretly out of TP. Oh, that's true. I always forget the non-food items. Like if I need toilet paper or paper towel or like some kind of soap. Like those are the things I forget because I don't tend to go into the aisles very often unless it's for like a canned bean or something. Mm, and with the beans you eat, you need your toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Put me on blast for my mm-hmm. bean consumption. Okay. I see no. you. I mean, it's no tea. A little shade, but I'm envious. I th- beans are packed with fiber mm-hmm. and have way less fat than meat, so good on you. It's true that you have to be careful. I made the mistake of making a very beany chili and bringing it to uh, 
my uh, family medicine rotation and you're with your preceptor oh, like 24 <laughs> 7 there's no time to mm. escape to maybe yeah. you know just pass a little gas or what have you <laughs> and so mama was bloated that day yeah <laughs> let oh me my tell gosh, you i know he called me your preceptor <laughs> he was like matt it's alex normally this bloated and i was like mm, it's the bean casserole i'm sure he ate it's the beans man it's the beans and it's true when you're in when you're in a family physician's office it's very different than a hospital it's very different you're like glued at the hip yeah and their their bathroom is like you know one centimeter away from their office <laughs> door you can hear everything and there's half the time there's not even a door it's just a curtain <laughs> it's a and a microphone attached to the toilet <laughs> so if you're passing any gas everybody's gonna know the secretary's oh gonna know God. the physician's gonna know anybody in the waiting room is gonna know yeah so what i'm saying is you have a little to have webcam courage. in there <laughs> they live stream it to the waiting room <laughs> this is our med student here you and might this see is them bunghole <laughs> see how healthy his stool is he eats beans and you should too mm -hmm. this is brought to I you really by should. the bean corporation <laughs> yeah beans our sponsor for life does anybody want to uh sponsor us beans anybody no i'll take it well you see i was remember when i was in my lentil burger phase oh yeah and and you know i had to be very careful where i brought it i was not going to bring lentil burgers to the family doctor's office because i don't need that i wasn't no. going to bring it on a call shift because you never know how busy your call is going to be and i don't need that mm-hmm Oh, let me tell you. I should get back into the lentil burgers. Well, there's something to be said for like the intermittent fasting business because I I find if I don't if I'm not hungry in the morning and I don't eat, I just I feel better during the day. Same. But then other days, if yeah. I don't eat, I'm starving. So I don't know what to do. But there's gotta I know. be I, it's true some sort of scheduling that helps control daytime bloat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would like to know what that is. Like a morning colonic would probably help, but we do not get up early enough to have a morning Just like colonic. Just a quick like coffee enema <laughs> and one <laughs> glass of water. Yes. But instead of coffee, it's espresso. <laughs> mm. Or nitro cold brew. Oh, yes. A Trenta cold brew up the bum. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. Get you going get you no i i don't i don't know how to control bloat some days i don't feel bloated at all but most days i feel like 50 percent of my day i just feel pregnant <laughs> have you so, taken a test or i'm not <laughs> okay i did and okay. you know positive <laughs> meaning i can't be pregnant right because <laughs> it's a positive result it's two lines so that means there's nothing in there Right, that means double negative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and double negatives don't make a positive. <laughs> yeah, two wrongs make a right, so I don't get it. Wow, this is a conundrum. <laughs> no, it's um, I'm just gonna blame it on the fact that I have really healthy gut biome. Mm hmm. You do. You must. I know. You're... I probiotic my whole life. Yeah, with your bowel movement patterns. I mean, textbook. <laughs> Museum quality, y'all. 
It's true. It's on display. I should have been with your family preceptor with the webcam. <laughs> but it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't It'd meant be like to be. For one of those interactive CDs when they get to the GI section. <gasps> oh my goodness. It goes along with the textbook. I could be a, do you really think I could be a model? Yeah. You'd be a poop model. Oh my God. It's the first time I've heard that. Well, I remember, uh, I think it was in undergrad, a professor playing like a stool evacuation video. And someone had like, how oh, they had taken some barium or something. And then you saw the poo exit. And they were like, oh, that's just beautiful, isn't it? Oh, we my were just gosh. watching a, a poo. And you know what? It was gorgeous. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I. I bet it was. I bet it was. From a physiological standpoint, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Well, one time, this reminds me, I was watching this, I don't even know what it was, if it was a documentary or a television show or what have you, and this woman went for a colonic, and she was having it done, and all this weird green bile was coming out of the tube, and she was like, my goodness, what's that? And the woman said, doing the colonic, you must have been a drinker. She's like, I've been sober for six months. She goes, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I can tell. I can tell. It shows. So clearly some of that toxic buildup she had was coming out of her. And oh I thought that goodness. was very fascinating. Like how many of us are just sitting with a backed up colon? Makes you wonder. Oh, well, that's like they say on, I've been meaning to read up on this, but there's some commercials that say, oh, you carry like 15 pounds of stool inside of you every day. I can't be right. I don't think so. Because you know what? I I went for this research. Well, I went for a colonoscopy how many, three, four years ago. And ain't nothing left in me after that prep, let me tell you. And I weighed myself. I was not 15 pounds lighter. I did. And I was not 15 pounds lighter. Maybe a couple of pounds. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. Because, like, you can be a couple pounds different in the morning depending on what you ate the night before. Yeah. So it's not like I didn't even I was expecting to feel empty physically. Mm-hmm. You know? Rather than just the normal emotionally. <laughs> and <laughs> and it uh I didn't feel that empty. I just mm. felt un- uncomfortable. Oh really? After the emptying. Yeah. Mm. Well it never it was weird. It never really uh this is getting too graphic, y'all. Please, if you oh want to close your ears for a minute. But it never really stopped emptying until the minute I had to go on the table and oh, get the scope. Okay. They just corked it. And then you're like, oh, Corked it and finally. put a ring on it and put a camera in it. <laughs> and now we're married. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so you much. And you had it nullified the next day. Well, yeah, once the drugs wore off. Mm-hmm. The prescribed drugs for the procedure, y'all, just in case anybody's wondering. (laughs) You have to be put out a little bit for that. You cannot Mm -hmm. go into that stone cold sober on your first time. If I was like a regular colonic doer, I would consider it. (laughs) (sighs) So what else is new with you? Well, I wanted to talk about my laptop dying the day of our exams. Oh my god. My goodness. So we write all Did you message me that? I messaged you about that, I think. I think you did. I don't know if I responded. I might have been too up in my own business. I think so. You were too self-absorbed. Uh, I know. Story of my life. my plight. But, but yeah, go so on. We write all of our exams on uh, sort of an online software. 
so it locks down your laptop and you can only access the exam and all of its questions for the duration of the, the exam time. And so you need your laptop because you download the exam before beforehand and then you write it on your own laptop. Well, my laptop decided to die randomly that morning. It had been working fine for the past two and a half years. <laughs> my goodness. But of course, the day of the exam, it decides to die. So anyway, it's off being repaired. And they called me the other day asking me like for more detailed history and i'm like i don't know what else to tell y'all i <laughs> opened it up and the screen didn't work and but i was able to connect it to an external monitor so the computer works it's just the screen does not turn on at all interesting so, so yeah. you did a lot more problem solving than i would have done i would have just said yeah fix it yeah no i tried a lot and i tried all the fixes online but nothing was working the next step was to open up the back because it is an apple macbook y'all and oh, they're really hard fancy. to get into. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't get into it because of the screws. And then mm. something and something came unplugged. But yeah, they seemed bewildered when they called me. They're like, are you sure? Like, was there a recent update? I'm like, no, I just opened it up and it was broken. And I did not sit <laughs> like, on listen, it. How dare you? I own a Mac. <laughs> I own a Mac. Therefore, I'm very rich. Therefore, <laughs> I need you to fix this for me. Hey. Yeah. And they're they're like, uh, ma'am, did you sit on this? And you're like, I told you I'm very wealthy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So yes, so yes. So I yes did. I did sit on it while I ate my crumpets and drank my tea. <laughs> oh yeah. yes. I had my millionaire shortbread because I'm wealthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll keep you up to date on yeah. that saga. Hopefully they find something. Uh, so that's still being repaired. God. Yes, they they said in. they didn't find... When did we find... write our exam? Weeks ago. Oh, a week ago, yeah, at least. They said they didn't or, find anything yeah. wrong with it, so they called me. That's why they called. And then they said, okay, mm. well, we'll take another look. And I'm like, well, you better take another look. <laughs> yes, Lord Jesus, fix it, in They're the like, words of Phaedra Parks. We didn't fix it, so are you okay with it not being fixed? <laughs> you only paid $60 in a diagnostic fee. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'd really rather it be fixed... <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh okay we'll take another look i'm like okay thank yeah, you so it's like um are you okay with just not having a laptop <laughs> you're like yes that sounds lovely it sounds I totally feasible love that idea thank as you as a wealthy woman studying medicine i don't need a laptop there's no need no no you're like why would i need that i have a stone tablet and a piece of chalk yeah what else just, does one require just give me like a thousand post-its and i'm set Okay, so, so my day today was oh, just. Yes, yes, yes. I spent a lot of time on the road. My my cousin is moving to our current location from their location, and <laughs> got <laughs> and they got an apartment, and they weren't here. So I went up with my aunt and my mother to do an inspection and give it a good cleaning. That's nice, and it's quite nice. Oh, it, but it's good. very old. It's it's like a historical building <laughs> that you have to maintain all of the original fixtures because it's now a landmark. Oh gosh, sounds like and a pain. so it's very beautiful. But I don't know how long it's been vacant because there was some uh, some things that needed to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, but uh, I lived in an old place, and I can definitely picture what you're talking about. Mm, yes, an old place back where you used to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so uh, a lot of my day was spent, you know, doing that. And it wasn't always easy. But with the help of family and friends, <laughs> I persevered. She made and, it. <laughs> and I got a cold brew. So it really made it all worth it. And I bought this great. really good bread. Oh, my God. So it it's focaccia? Uh, Rosemary Yes. Focaccia. <laughs> Is it focaccia? Do you, but it's it's like from this particular market it's like oh, the best one okay so is it focaccia or is it focaccia oh i don't know focaccia focaccia anyway focaccia we'll call burino. it fofo we got the fofo bread fofo <laughs> the fo- burino the, fo- <laughs> the fofo burino bread and okay. yeah stuffed with huge cloves of garlic just stuffed in there oh i love that a lot Lots of like of rosemary like aromatic oil salt. Oh. Yes, it just the oils come out when they baked it, so it just mm. like infuses the bread and mm. oh, honey, honey, <laughs> honey, it, was... <laughs> it made my uh, yeah, it made my day. Mm. So thank you to whoever made that bread. I can't give you a shout out because a you won't fucking pay me for it, and b. I don't want to give away where I bought it, but you're very good. And if you live where I live, go get some. Wow, there you go. All the info there, you need to yeah, find this bread. Yeah. <laughs> so Mary Brown, if you're ever in my neck of the woods, honey, we'll go get some nice Mary focaccia, Brown. some fofo burrito bread. Well, speaking of bread, we've oh. got bread on our head called hair. And okay. I want to talk to you. Oh y'all about some haircuts because <laughs> I'm working yeah. on my segue. Bread a uh, bread on our head called hair. I mean, that was brilliant. If you Thank can do more you. of that, that's great. Thank you. Because that rhymed. Seems. Bread, head, hair, it all rhymes. It's, it all nice rhymed. I don't want to hear that another nice word. Little H alliteration. <laughs> Oh, I don't shit. Hit oh there, again. she actually hit her mic this time. Yeah, I actually hit it. Maybe you'll all be able to hear it this time. You can hear it because he's hopefully recording. Hopefully it won't sound like I'm under the a blanket. <laughs> okay, well, good. I'll leave that in just so they can have that satisfaction of hearing it. That'll be the true test. Yeah. Oh, so, why do I swing my limbs so violently? Anyway, breadhead. Go on. So, breadhead me. Okay, you know what? How's your breadhead? I... <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, she's a quick learner, this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I yeah. usually get my hair cut at uh, the same place in my hometown with the same lady I've always been going to. Mm-hmm. And we have a shorthand after our first big meeting together because she knows what I want. And, you yeah. know, the first time we had this big discussion of, of what I wanted. And I showed her pictures and all that stuff. And, okay. and now I just go in and she gives me exactly what I want. I don't have to say much. But in med three, with this clerkship, it's so busy. Oh, I hit right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're, we, we had to do this segment a couple times. And we're okay, not doing was, it again. So Alex is going to carry on. There was some confusion. This is take two of this story. Okay. So. Yeah. We're yes, going to carry so, on for Mary. Yeah, We're going to carry on. Mary, stick with us, girl. So I had to go to a new place in town just because I'm too busy to get away. Uh, And it's just like a a barber shop, right? There's one dude in there. And I feel like 
with these male barbers, you got two seconds to tell them what you want, and then that's it, girl, because they just go off, and mm-hmm. they're, you know, doing it start to finish with no interruption. So you better be accurate in what you tell them you want your haircut to be, because you just got to okay. sit there and watch it happen to you. <laughs> and you know what? Right. The end result, okay, it, so... wasn't, it wasn't bad. I, I was happy with it, but I just was thinking... You were happy with it? Yeah, but I was thinking... Oh, this isn't exactly what I wanted, but it's too late. It's right. like already happened. But I better, but I better fucking like it. Better make it work because like, that man's gonna slice my throat if I say anything. Yes. Well, it's like by the time you realize yeah. that, oh, this is going into a different place than I originally intended. Well, it's already done. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Well, if you like it, then what I would do is take a picture of it. Oh yeah. And then next time you go, be like, recreate this. Yeah. And then that'll save you. Or you could just like, when when's the next time you need a haircut? How often do you normally go? Oh, I try to go like twice a year. <laughs> okay, so then the next time you can just go back to your girl Fofo Barino. <laughs> no, I'd like back to in go your like hometown. Once every three months, I just let it all grow, and if I start getting a mullet, that's when I go. Yeah, I yeah, you do. You, I know you let it go. A good I, long while I in our free clerkship years. I let I it go like that. a month longer than I should. Fair. But maybe this is a... I'm turning over a new leaf. Maybe. No. Yeah. Just shave it, baby. I know. I honestly, if I, I was confident that I would look good with a shaved head, I would shave it at home. No, I would shave I saw, it at home. I saw those old pictures where you had quite short hair. It was cropped. Oops. That's my chapstick, y'all, if you hear it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if if uh, I saw those old pictures of the you had close cropped hair, I assume it was back when you lived yonder. What pictures? And it looked fine. Oh, thank you. What pictures yeah. are these? On your on your profile, they're gone now because you went oh. and did a whole mute 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 hide hide hide. But at one point, I saw oh. them. It looked fine. <laughs> okay, well that's different than shaved. No, I know, but I don't, oh god, don't shave your head, it'll be one of those. Oh, not shaved, but I mean like a buzz cut or something. Yeah, well, it's close cropped. Nah. Well, Anywho. We'll see, we'll see. Something to ponder, something to ponder. Yeah. But speaking you were younger of, then, so you, know, was, you could get away with more. Speaking of being younger, <laughs> so I've got a little bit of a gray hair situation going on around my side areas. Can confirm, yes. So that has been going on since, like, high school, and I have accepted it. My hairline is good, so don't come for me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, good. So, yeah, the grays are creeping in, I'm not going to lie. And I was doing a, a half day with physiotherapy, and there was a patient coming in, or a client, I guess, a physiotherapy client, coming in, and he saw me, and he said, Oh, you got the young guy working with you today. And then the physiotherapist proceeded to say, well, he's not that young. (laughs) 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 Wow. And I'm sure I gave her, like, just a look of pure horror, you know. Subconsciously, I would have just manifested. Eyed the I'm, shit I'm out of her. sure I did. I'm sure I did. And she's she kind of like backed up and recovered with. Well, he looks pretty grown up to me. Anyway. Oh no, you yeah. can't save yourself yeah. now, yeah. Rita. <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Well, he's 
a lot younger than me and then she goes oh younger than me too i'm like okay we've sort of bounced back like i'm not gonna storm out of this practice but oh my god i would have (laughs) taken my blanket dress wrapped it around myself in a fury and just stormed out of there big mistake and then realized i left all my shit and then i would have had to come back and be nice (laughs) and get my shit and then storm out again i will not get sick over this (laughs) I will not get sick over this. I am young. I am young. My you can get out of your office if you're going to aggravate me. That's why they call it premature. Oh, oh, God. So that was... Wow. And then I realized, like, one day, we're just going to stop hearing that. Because at this point, we're still hearing, oh, you got some young guys with you today. But mm. there's going to be a time right. where they're going to walk in and say, oh, who's this old fart? <laughs> Yeah, there is going to come a time where people are going to stop asking for IDs. Mm -hmm. They're going to stop saying those comments. Yep. And hopefully, you know what, though? Hopefully we give less of a shit by then. Oh, I think so. As you get older, you get more confidence. People take you more seriously. You know, you don't need to hear that you're the young guy. That's true. But then when you do hear it, you're like, oh, what a genuine compliment. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And then you run off with a younger lover. Okay, well, there's a storyline. <laughs> we yeah. haven't seen that one before. No, no, it's totally brand new. Brand Has new. not been done in any kind of movie. Nope. Or television show. Yeah, now you got me all pensive, reflecting of my... Uh, what's the word now? My uh, fading, fading youth. Hmm. Because for those who don't know, and you would be shocked to hear this, I am actually older than Alex. I know. you. If are. you met us in person, you would be shocked <laughs> that I'm the older one. You would, you be. would be. You would be befuddled. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It is what it is. And getting older is a privilege. It's true. It is. Age is just a number. Just a number. A number with a lot of physiological consequences attached to it, but a number nonetheless. <laughs> a lot of uh, insurmountable physiological change, <laughs> but just a number. Yeah, your kidneys will decline in function and your bladder control will lessen, <laughs> but it's just a number. It's just a number. It's just a number. Speaking uh, of not discriminating because of age or what have you, our girl Lupita Nyong'o found herself in a little bit of hot water this week. Did she? She did. This okay. is segueing into the new and now hot topics. Oh yes, good. Well, you why don't you tell me a little bit about it, and I'll act as if I haven't also read on it. Okay, so we'll go. Sure, good. Okay, so Lupita Nyong'o uh, is starring in um, Jordan Peele's new film us oh that's right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean i don't want to give anything away but basically it's this family who's going on vacation and the mother is sort of worried that something bad is going to happen you know it's this trauma from her youth this she hasn't quite been able to shake and she just feels like something bad's gonna happen and then that something bad happens and Lupita oh. plays the mother and also 
the mother's doppelganger red because what the something bad oh, okay. is these doppelgangers show up and they are not happy so the whole family has a doppelganger um now okay but is that giving something away that this whole family has a doppelganger no because like in the like they make that pretty the trailer, early on yeah there's like the whole family shows up the doppelganger family shows up okay and you see it in the trailer anywho it's it's in the trailer audience listeners well, so yeah. we're not spoiling anything. I so don't think go it's on. a spoiler because the little kid goes, oh, "It's us," and then you're like, "Oh, oh that's why it's called us because them oh, show up." Oh yeah, yeah. You there know? we go. The them shows up. The they <laughs> and they say it's us. <laughs> they're like, "Hi, them. It's us." <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, no, it's me. It's you. It's us. It's everybody. It's anyway. the same." Okay, so so she's in trouble. And why? tell me why she's in trouble. Tell the audience why she's in a little bit of hot water. Okay, well, so her character Red, who is the mother's doppelganger, has this sort of creepier voice, you know, that makes people feel a little unsettled. And the whole character is, is quite an unsettling gal. Um, and then Lupita went on to say during several interviews that she was inspired to create this voice based on this condition called spasmodic dysphonia. Oh, okay. Right. And so there's like a national spasmodic dysphonia association who is not too happy about that, about her sort of associating the creepy voice with this neurological condition where people sort of have irregular breaks in their voice. You can have sort of a... Uh, an ab an adductor type where your vocal cords come together and you might eh, 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 make that sort of noise and then you can have an abductor mm. type where the vocal cords sort of separate and so use low whispery so yeah they they don't want that condition associated okay. with this voice and this character okay so they don't they don't want the like the quality of the voice based on their condition to be kind of demonized then. Yeah, they That's feel like it maligns the condition and makes people conjures up these sort of sinister and creepy feelings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean people with this condition probably have had to deal with those kinds of misperceptions throughout their life anyway, right? So Lupita was saying that the condition arises from um like emotional or physical trauma and I don't know if she mentions physical like in every interview so sort of the idea that it's psychogenic or coming from a psychological origin which is something that this organization has had to fight quite a bit um and so it is a recognized neurological condition the scientific community sort of recognizes it as neurological because when they try to intervene at the vocal cords themselves people don't really improve so it's a sign that the this function is sort of higher up in the in the brain okay yeah so, right yeah yeah so it's sort of reinforcing some old issues that the organization has had to fight against right mm-hmm. and and maybe and it's possible that she's just misinformed as well right oh sure i think she claimed that she's done a lot of research on the topic so i wonder how up to date her research would be because she kind of spoke in her interviews with a lot of confidence on the topic 
Yeah, and it's not to say that you can't have like vocal cord trauma or other things manifesting in a similar in a similar way, but I think the issue was just bringing up this specific condition when right and not the most accurate way. But you know what? A lot of the comments I was reading on these articles that are reporting on the story is, um, you know, that people are it's all too politically correct these days, and oh, people are just getting up in arms about. All this and leave Lupita, leave Lupita alone. (laughs) And I can kind of see Chris Crocker style voice. Yes, I can kind of see that sign, but I don't know the fact that it references this specific condition. And if you were struggling with this condition in your day to day life, and you have you're going around with this voice, and then people are, you know, have this now evil association with with that and she doesn't do a like a direct imitation but the fact that she's brought it up so much and i can see why Mm. people are upset by it yeah i think it's worth addressing if she's kind of bringing up the specific condition over and over again and she's pretty high profile and not to Mm -hmm. say she's being intentionally malicious in any way but she does keep bringing that up and her information is a little bit erroneous i think it's probably you know a good idea to kind of speak up and get kind of clear the water on that a little bit clear the message Mm. so her response was in my mind i wasn't interested in vilifying or demonizing the condition i crafted red that's the character in the movie Mm -hmm. with love and care so as much as it is in a very genre specific world i really wanted to ground her in something that felt real so for all of that i say sorry to anyone that i may have offended so that to me is like kind of a it's a vague apology she doesn't really it's, you know she doesn't seem to necessarily apologize no she doesn't really own up for the association between sort of the the evil character and and this voice yeah it, it seems kind of verbose and at the same time not really saying a whole lot no and like what she's saying i'm sure is true she didn't base it in one on specifically spasmodic dysphonia only like i'm sure it was a partially fictitious kind of interpretation on something that she kind of views as her little kind of the underpinning of her character but the fact that she brought it up so many times is kind of the issue it's not the fact that that was her inspiration i feel like it's the fact that several times in interview she's brought that up Mm mm-hmm so maybe I I just feel like she missed the mark on why people are angry. I don't think people are angry that she kind of drew inspiration from something. It's the fact that she kept calling that out specifically. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot with but these celebrity apologies. It's, they don't really have their finger on like missing the mark. Yeah, on why people are actually upset. It's sort of a generic. Well, I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but I worked hard. I know. Isn't that the best? <laughs> when people go, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. I'm sorry you if know, anyone was saying, offended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. For anyone I may have offended. <laughs> yeah, not the best apology, but, you know, what can you do? You have you still want to support the movie because it's, it's, you know, a work by a person of color and it supports that community. I love Lupita and, and I really and enjoyed the movie. So, yeah. I heard very good things about it. I've yet to see it. And, you know, Lupita is an amazingly talented actress. So, you know. It just goes to show that you can be very woke and still sort of make some mistakes along the way. But let this be a lesson. 
to everybody. Yeah. I mean, no one goes through their existence without being problematic at some time. You mm-hmm. know, everybody, we're all growing and learning as people. And the more we get to be educated on things, the more our viewpoints change. So yeah, and we're like, giving a room for growth, people. And actors, you know, base many characters off either specific people or they like incorporate specific conditions but i feel like it's mostly in like a realistic portrayal of that condition you know for a very specific purpose this was sort of an inspiration into like a darker character so yeah so that that's where it sort of went wrong was incorporating a real condition into this fake character that has a sort of more sinister undertones to her yeah, exactly. That's a good point. If she was playing the role of somebody with spasmodic dysphonia, then it would not be yeah. an issue that she kept calling out. Right. That was her inspiration. Although her physical and emotional trauma piece would still be erroneous. but Because some people are saying, well, at least she's yeah, bringing there's... more attention to the condition. Well, okay, like all press is not good press, y'all. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like when movies uh, have all these erroneous portrayals of like bipolar disorder mm-hmm. it's like it's not all press is good press that's a good way to put it and uh on that same note with the one flow of the cuckoo's nest i mean every psychology lecture i had or psychiatry lecture they they uh mentioned that movie and you know how it how damaging it was for ect right and how they're still working today to sort of combat those those views so it's it does sort of so ect yes it's electroconvulsive therapy so it's used sort of in more refractory like mood disorders or if there's contraindications to some medications so in the elderly and and that kind of thing um and it's very effective for the the people who do get the therapy um but a lot of people are nervous because they've seen this this movie the one floor or the cuckoo's nest with uh jack nicholson is it jack nicholson Yeah. yeah I haven't seen the movie, but I guess it's uh, pretty traumatic, the way it's depicted anyway. So, you know, it's there's something to be said for like movies and their portrayal of therapies and conditions and all that kind of thing. So that's why I thought it was important to just bring up. I feel like we touched on it quite a bit. So. Yeah, that's right. And I think that could be part of the reason why electroconvulsive therapy is only used in refractory. Because mm-hmm. from what we've learned anyway, it's very effective and... There are some side effects, but nowhere near the side effects that is portrayed in the media and by movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But right. yeah. So we, I think media needs to be a little bit more responsible in how they portray certain things. Because yes, television and movies, their fantasy, their escapism, you know, they still have reverberations in our reality. They can paint people's perceptions of things who aren't necessarily going to read up on the real information mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's sort of their only source is right a lot of people's only media. source of information is reading the clickbait title <laughs> yes. on an article that comes up on their facebook feed so yeah. i think uh yeah there should be a little bit more onus on the media for being more responsible that way i agree and speaking mm-hmm. of people being more responsible People need to stop falling into the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Let me tell you, it is a moral failing to fall into the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Well, there certainly is a responsibility element to it. No, 
um yeah so yeah there's been some recent falls some recent two in a week falls. was it i that's what i saw and i was kind of looking into these articles and i'm sure you saw this as well they kept showing you know that skywalk that mm-hmm. kind of horseshoe shaped mm-hmm. and i was reading and they're kind of i feel like the articles are trying to imply that people fell off the skywalk well yeah they do sort of imply that but what i, I think don't it think was that's just the case. close to this more recent it was a um a tourist from hong kong mm-hmm. i think he fell near the skywalk but i don't think he fell off of the skywalk but yeah, no do and i don't think so either yeah that yeah he definitely was close to it mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know why all these articles keep implying that i don't it's just I don't like, get why they keep showing pictures yeah, of the will, skywalk it's for <laughs> drama it is for drama exactly it's sort of i don't know more like horrific to imagine yourself on the skywalk just going along la di da and then falling off the edge yeah falling through the glass or what have you yeah because it doesn't but seem no. like have you ever been to the grand canyon high risk to just be on the skywalk uh i have not you have not no. i i i have and let me tell you <laughs> there other than the skywalk there is ain't no railing mm-hmm. there ain't no uh i don't remember seeing any danger signs although i feel it should be pretty explicit in the fact that there's a giant drop, but yes. you know, you can go as close to the edge as you want. The yep. person I was with going to the Grand Canyon, she was sitting right on the edge wanting me to take her picture. Oh my gosh. I was shaking more than she was, and I was just taking the photo. I was 15 feet back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's the thing. Like When you get close to the edge, that ground is unstable, and you don't know if that could just give way yes that was my fear that was my fear i just i was hyperventilating because i'm scared of heights as is so even the closer i was getting to it the more i was kind of freaking out a little bit but uh i know sometimes they will have someone standing close to the ledge so that if you're getting too close they'll kind of yell at you yeah step back a bit some rangers yeah but they're you know the human eye is not a camera (laughs) You know, you're not always going to be looking at everyone at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, that person did not notice my friend dangling their legs off the edge. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Well, I was reading, like, the article sort of linked to more and more articles. You know, you get caught in the loop. And one mm. of them was, I think, someone who was running, like, the tourist side of the Grand Canyon. And she mentioned some of the stories. And a couple of them just were, like, you can't write this stuff a father was trying to scare his daughter by pretending to fall over the edge and then he fell over the edge oh good lord and died oh gosh can you imagine just like oh honey look at me oh i'm gonna fall and then you fall and die like and you fall goodness talk about traumatizing your child yeah not that it's his fault and i mean you know it i understand why they can't put railings up because the grand canyon is eroding (laughs) Yes, but uh it's uh i can kind of see how people can fall and i mm-hmm. i don't know why they keep implying it's the skywalk which to fall out of the skywalk something freaky would have to happen like someone would have to push you yeah over like this climbing up this wall glass panels yeah yeah exactly but no i i can totally see how you know people we're in an age of social media. We're in the age of the photo opportunity. And mm-hmm. if you want a shot of the Grand Canyon straight down, you have to lean over the edge. You cannot get a great shot 
of the bottom of the Grand Canyon from a lot of vantage points. Right. You can get kind of side. You can see the bottom, but in the distance, it's hard to get a straight up and down just by nature of the canyon. Mm -hmm. And further to that point, if you're looking through a camera, like the camera's viewfinder on a DSLR camera, depending on what lens you have, if you have a really wide lens on, you know, you might not realize how close you are. You might think oh, that... Oh, so it could distort the distance for you. Yeah, you might think that, oh, I have so much room. Look at all of this ground in front of me, but it's it's like a foot. Oh. Oh. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, no. That's why I, I do not mess around with that. No, I was on the, the CN Tower little, like, uh, glass. It was just like a glass floor. Mm-hmm. And that's in Toronto, y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was shaken. I was like a leaf walking. Oh yeah, me floor. too. People were just yeah, dancing I, I, on I, it. I'm same like, thing. Don't don't dance. <laughs> I know people were jumping on it, yeah. thinking that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And like you know, it's reinforced logically. Oh yes. Yeah. But all you see is a giant ass drop. I was fine, like in line. But as soon as we got in the elevator to go up to the like observation deck, uh, my stomach was in my butt. Yeah. Is that not where they normally are? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. No, not mine anyway. But Jeez. Yeah. I'm like, I oh, need to relearn fine. my anatomy. This is fine. And then, nope, this is not. This oh. is not a normal place for human beings to be. Oh, I know. That happened to me when I went zip lining in Vegas as well. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> the whole way until I'm strapped in and, you know, ready to go. Then I freak out inside, and my stomach was in my butt. <laughs> is that not where it usually is? And, which apparently is not normal. Yeah. No. It's such an informative podcast today. My gosh, you get a little anatomical <laughs> knowledge. You get some advice. <laughs> <laughs> when you're touring the Grand Canyon, don't get too close. Check mm-hmm, your focal mm-hmm. length on your camera. <laughs> we talk about germs and wiping your ass down oh, after the grocery did. store, before the grocery store, while you're mm-hmm. in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, it's a lot of wiping. I don't know. It seems like a lot. And, you know, speaking of giant dumps, I guess that kind of concludes our podcast <laughs> for today. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, sir? I know, I know. I I decided to take over the segue, and oh I didn't have no you, breadhead. You pulled the Lupita, and, and you compared uh, our podcast, our glorious podcast, to a dump. You know, our listeners, Mary Brown, are our family, <laughs> and we want to invite you in, and we want you during this however long our podcasts end up they'll probably be variable i want you to tune in relax or you know if you're doing your chores doing getting your groceries after you wipe yourself down just tune in and focus on us because we matter and so do you oh that's a nice message isn't it though yeah because we are at a point where we can truly care about (laughs) y'all So if you want to send your emails to tntoespodcast at gmail.com, I can guarantee you that we will read it and we will give you a shout out. Yes. Look how many times we've shouted out Mary Brown and she oh didn't even God. send us an email. I know. And she probably didn't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, probably not. She probably clicked on it for one second. But if you did listen, Mary, we're grateful for you and we hope that you were mindful and will continue to be mindful. Mm-hmm. 
So that's tea and, and toast wash your podcast hands after the groceries. <laughs> tea and toast podcast at gmail.com. Send us all your questions. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can follow us there. You can listen to us on the Apple Podcasting app. And because I'm going to put that on iTunes very soon. <laughs> on iTunes. Yeah. I'm still working on that. And I still have to finish the cover art. It's coming. Okay. It's coming. Listen, we're we're for your listening pleasure. So yeah. if we take a little bit of time on our visual material, you'll just simply have to forgive us. You simply must. You simply must forgive us. Mm-hmm. Oh, this has been a long-winded exit. It has. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> bye. Bye. No, we can't do that. That's copyrighted, probably. <laughs> I know that I want it so bad. Oh, we'll have to think of something I know. else. Mom- Mama Roo and Papa Michelle, honeys, we're not going to steal that from you. But Oh, uh, okay. You know, and we know, well, whatever. How many listeners do we even have besides Mary Brown? (laughs) I think it's us and Mary Brown. Is she going to tattle? Is she going to tattle? You're going to tattle Mary? (laughs) Don't tell real Mary. Don't tell Mary. Don't tell Mama Rue. But, uh, oh, well, we didn't talk about RuPaul, but, you know, we're not not caught up enough to to talk about RuPaul. We'll get all caught up, and then we'll do, like, a caught up one episode talk about the highlights and then and then exactly. we'll just do like a live as they air kind of thing and on that note thank you for listening yes thank you so much bye bye